You're listening to the New Hope Church Podcast. To learn more about what we're doing on the south side of Indianapolis, you can check us out online at becomehope.com. If you like what you're hearing here, be sure you check out one of our companion podcasts. We have a daily devotional podcast called Let's Find Out Together, as well as an apologetics podcast called Salty Saints. Let's listen in as today's talk comes from Randy Spade. It's great to have you with us this morning. Thank you so much for choosing to spend part of your day here with us as we worship the Lord. Things are a little bit different this morning. Um, we are going to take a look at 1 John chapter 3, verses 11 to the end of that chapter. Um, we're going to do that in just a little bit. Here in this passage, uh, John takes just a number of different themes, six different themes, and he kind of weaves them in and out of each other. But there's one key thought that he wants to get to. Have you ever wondered about your salvation? Have you ever doubted your salvation? Have you ever thought, man, I'm pretty messed up. Am I even saved? Well, John addresses that question here. He talks about that, and he talks about it openly. Now, I mentioned there's several themes here. Let's take a look at those themes before we get into the passage. The overwhelming theme of the passage is love. That's where everything starts. God's, God loves us. We are to love God, and we're to love others. Eight times in this passage, he talks about love. But that's not our natural inclination. We are not born into the world knowing how to love. We have to learn how to love. We're born into the world hating, or like Douglas said, hate might be a strong word. We're born into the world being selfish, not thinking about others. We think about ourselves. Now, that hatred can lead to death. There's the third theme that we see. The passage talks quite a bit four times about death. But John also talks about life. He presents us with a different way to live. Now, the way that we move from death to life is by believing when we believe and remain in Christ. Six times he talks about that. Then we can know and we can have confidence. Seven times he talks about that. Now you notice here, I've color-coded those words, not just on this slide, but as we work through the passage, we're going to see uh, these colors show up again so that you can see the way John just kind of weaves these themes in and out. Let's take a look at the passage. John writes, this is the message that you've heard from the beginning. We should love one another. We must not be like Cain, 
who belonged to or remained in the evil one and killed his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was righteous. So don't be surprised, brothers and sisters, if the world hates you. If we love our brothers and sisters who are believers, it proves that we have passed from death to life. But a person who has no love is still, they remain dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. You know that murderers don't have eternal life with them. We know what real love is because Jesus gave up his life for us. And so we also ought to give up our lives for our brothers and sisters. If someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how can God's love be in, remain in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let's show the truth by our actions. Our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we'll be confident when we stand before God. Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings. He knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence and we'll receive from, from him whatever we ask because we obey him and do the things that please him. And this is his commandment. We must believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he commanded us. Those who obey God's commandments remain in fellowship with him, and he remains with them. We know that he lives in us because the spirit he gave us lives in us. So do you see how all of these themes just kind of John weaves them in and out of each other. You can't talk with about one without talking about another one. I was trying to figure out how, what's the best way to communicate this to you. I'm kind of a graphics sort of a person, so here's what I come up with. There are two different realms that we can live in. The first realm is the realm that we're born in. We're born in darkness. Now that's what it means to be human. We sin. Our ancestors sinned. Darkness surrounds us. Hate comes natural to us. Or if hate's too strong of a world, we're selfishness comes very natural to us. We focus on ourselves. You know, as, as parents, we don't have to teach our kids to be selfish. They've got that figured out on their own, right? We have to teach them to share because that is not natural. This 
hatred, this, this selfishness leads to death. It leads to the death of relationships. It leads to our own death. Leads to the death of others. But it doesn't have to stay that way. God brought light into the world. And that light actually has a name. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Jesus is the light that God brings to us. Jesus teaches us love so that instead of selfishness, we can learn to love. We can be others-focused. And through that love, we can find life. So the question becomes, how do we move from the realm that we were born into, the realm of darkness and hatred and death, how do we move from that realm to the realm of light and love and life? Well, John tells us that the way we do that is through believing. If we believe and remain in that belief, then we have fellowship with Jesus. We come into that realm of light and love and life. And if we believe and remain in that belief, we can know that we have that life. So, if all of this depends on believing in Jesus, let's talk a little bit about what it means to believe. Believing in Jesus means accepting the facts about Jesus. You know, Jesus is attested in literature from his day, in the history of the world. Uh, there are many references to Jesus. There are actually more references to Jesus than there were to Julius Caesar or Alexander the Great. There are facts about Jesus. And at least part of believing is accepting those facts. We believe certain things about Jesus. But that's not the only thing that believing means. We don't just believe about Jesus. We believe in Jesus. What that means is that we learn to rely on Jesus. We learn to go to Jesus when we're having trouble and ask him to help us. It means learning to follow Jesus, paying attention to his words, reading his words, seeing what he says, and making a commitment to obey, to do the things that he tells us to do. Now, here's the key question. How do we know for sure? Have you ever had doubts about your own salvation? John actually talks about that here in the passage. Here in the passage that we read, let's, let's look at that short little section again. 
John says, our actions will show that we belong to the truth. So we will be confident when we stand before God. But if we feel guilty, if we don't have that confidence, if there is doubt in our mind, God is greater than our feelings. He knows everything. Dear friends, if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. So what do you do when you have doubt? What do you do when you think, am I even in? Sometimes I just feel like I'm going through the motions. Well, first of all, we actually have to make sure that we have indeed believed. We have to make sure that the whole reason we even go to church, it's not because we always have, but it's because there is a relationship there with the Lord Jesus. You see, believing and remaining in Jesus, accepting the facts about Jesus, relying on Jesus, following Jesus, that moves us from that realm of death to the realm of life. If you have doubts, first of all, make sure that you have indeed believed in the first place. So what happens when you know that there was a time when you did believe, but you still have doubts? We all have doubts. John talks about it here. So apparently this was an issue that he came across. We mentioned before that it's in our nature to be selfish. We are born into one realm that's governed by darkness and selfishness. And we're supposed to move from that realm to a new realm, the realm of Jesus, where there's light and, and life and love. Following Jesus means we adopt his servant attitude. Following Jesus means that we learn to focus on others. And that's hard. That's real hard. There are times where we've tried, but we still have our feet in this realm. Now, I think that when we have doubts, there's a reason for those doubts. It's God nudging us. Have you ever seen these lights in your car? Sometimes when you turn on the keys, these lights will all come on. It's a signal that, hey, all of the lights are working. I used to listen on Saturday mornings to a show called Car Talk, and they had a sure fix if, you had a warning light that was going off. You'd write them and they would send you a small piece of black electrician's tape and you could put it right over the light. You'd never see the light again. Well, don't do that. <laughs> the warning lights are there for a reason. When a warning light goes off, it doesn't mean that your car is broken. It doesn't mean that you have to stop, turn off the car, and walk wherever you're going. It does mean there's a problem. 
It does mean that you need to pay attention to something. When we have doubts, I think that's God giving us a nudge. What he's doing is he's saying, hey, you're trying to leave the realm of darkness, the realm of selfishness, and you're trying to move into a new realm in which you focus on others, but you haven't. You want to keep one foot in the old realm and one foot in the new realm, and you can't do that. It's a warning light that goes off. It's a warning light where God is saying, you've got to pay attention to what you're doing. And you have got to live in love rather than in selfishness. It's God telling us that we need to learn to love God and to love others. Loving God. And loving others moves us from doubt to confidence. Loving God and loving others moves us from doubt to confidence. This isn't the way we're saved. It's what happens because we're saved. The band's going to come back up. We're going to sing one more song. All we're saying this morning is that if we truly do want to grow in Jesus, if we truly do want to grow in discipleship, learning to live, love, and go like Jesus means that we really do have to learn how to love like Jesus did. It means learning to love God and learning to love others. Let go of our selfishness so that we can be the people that he's called us to be. Thanks for tuning in to the New Hope Church podcast. If you would do us a favor and like or subscribe on your favorite platform, we would really appreciate it. Also, if you happen to have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at questions at becomehope.com. Have a great week and know that we are praying for you as you seek to be Jesus in every corner of your world.